buckle to say Not the kind that spit in your mouth Not the kind that make you get pounced Not the kind with tortillas G-A-L-K That show today Welcome to episode 28 of the most unoriginally named podcast, Taco Tuesday. There are many like it. This one is ours. I'm Rod. The, mm. the white version of my name, I guess. The easier version. Oh, God. It's all about me, damn it. Anyways, and that voice you hear is my co-equal host, Denise. Deefer. Oh, I'm sorry, Deefer. Yeah, even though Deefer Denise. Name, whatever. Oh, yeah. hey. Don't tell everyone my joke. Oh, oh that's your joke? God. Oh, damn. Denise is fucking a comedian Stupid. over here writing her own jokes. Ugh. Anyways, the guy from Glenn Hansard. Anyways, we are a weekly podcast about nothing, and that's all you need to know about that. Exactly. The other thing you do need to know about that is you need to go back and listen to every single episode if you haven't already. Or else you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it, man. You're just going to be yep. lost. Yep. You're going to be a lost little puppy. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to pick you up because you're going to be black, and everybody knows that nobody likes adopting black dogs or black cats. It's true. So... That's going to be you unless you go back and listen to every single episode. Then you'll be like a cute little Boston Terrier or something. <laughs> or one of those Sphinx cats that everybody seems to be into. Like and it's hairless. funny because Boston Terriers are black. They're black and white. Mm, I guess. Anyways. All right. There you go. How's it going, everybody? Last week, we talked about eco-friendly ways to dispose of a body, if you ever need to do that. Uh, full disclosure, we had this whole other episode recorded, but we weren't happy with how it turned out. Yeah. And in that episode, I had a really good intro about the whole disposing of a body and, you know, how like... Anyways, it's it's lost to the, to the internet. Or not the internet, no, to the opposite just, of the internet. Yeah, we didn't want to put it out. But trust me, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. You guys it missed was, out. It I was. would splice it in here and make it seem like that was the original intro, but that's too much work. Yeah, that's true. I ain't about that life. Anyways, Denise, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about being gone too soon. Musicians that have left us um, in their prime or, I don't know, just really young. I mean, I was thinking Forever 27, but I guess there's like a few. Oops, sorry. A few, um, I think I have an aunt on me. <laughs> I'm like really scratching and itching. Sorry. That's why <laughs> showers are important, people. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know. Like most of the people might just like one person are like on the Forever 27 list. So I don't know who you're thinking Most of, of my people are not. Really? Yeah. What the hell? Well, I'm actually, it's probably list. half and half. All right. Anyways. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, so we, we wanted to have a, a nice, happy topic. We keep saying that every week. We're like, okay, we're well, going to have a nice... it's music-related, which I love, but it's artists that are dead and that I never got to see. That are dead and gone. Yeah. All right, very nice. Okay, so uh, Denise, I'll let you start it off. Go ahead. Uh, I guess I'll start off by explaining what the Forever 27 Club is. It's a popular club <laughs> that- <laughs> very exclusive (laughs) very exclusive um (laughs) it's just a group of people that off themselves killed themselves at the age of 27 not all of them killed themselves what i mean drug overdose amy winehouse didn't kill herself i mean dude if you jim morrison didn't kill himself if Uh, you od'd that that's offing yourself janice joplin didn't kill herself no that's no 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 that's really 
That's different. That's different. That's just that just means you're dumb. You don't know how to like do your drugs and stuff. It doesn't mean they were literally like trying to kill themselves. Like there's a big difference between like I'm going to kill myself. I don't want to be here anymore. Like I'm gone. And I was just trying to get high and I fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I guess. Now, granted, you could argue, well, like the way they were going, like the way that they were living their life, obviously they didn't care too much for being alive or exactly. whatever. Exactly. But it's not the same. And I feel like uh, that kind of takes away from the people that actually like meant to do it and did it. You know what I mean? Fine. Because they would probably be like, nah, brah. Like those people are idiots. Like I was legit trying to kill myself. Like those people just fucked up. You know what I mean? Okay. Also, fine. if you're a religious person, then uh the suicided person is like in hell and the other people you know maybe they're still in heaven or whatever you know oh what god I mean? <laughs> i'm just saying it's a different it's a difference the druggies are in heaven <laughs> yes all the druggies um, all right yeah so there you go denise right, would you so care to say who f- like some of the uh, oh yeah there you go i guess that's where you were going yeah a few of the famous forever 27 clubbers or whatever members are Janis <laughs> Joplin. I'm not good with words. Words uh, are hard. Yes. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain, and Amy Winehouse. Jimmy Morrison? No, I said Jim Morrison. No, I know, but I call him Jimmy. Oh, God. I'm Jimmy Morrison. Like David Grohl? He's yes. not dead. David Grohl's not dead. He Knock on not. wood. Mm-hmm. Bro, what are you doing? Nothing. Just keep talking. Oh, <laughs> Okay uh just a few wait who did you name who did you name in your club janice joplin jim morrison jimmy hendrix kurt cobain amy winehouse i think rob robert johnson is it i don't think so the crossroads guy i don't think so yeah i think he died at 27 too we've talked about this before on an old podcast but um wasn't somebody from the rolling stones also 27 but nobody cares about him i don't remember yeah uh, some foreign, the foreign, <laughs> thinking of porn. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just some weird facts. Or oh, yeah. Robert Johnson was 27. Yeah. There you go. We do the research as we go. Sold the, sold their, sold to the devil or whatever. So, Diablo. uh, Janice was born on our anniversary of 111. Oh. Yeah. Wait, we're 611. Huh? We're 611. No, no, no. The day we met. That's 119. Yeah, 119. What did I say? You said 111. No, oh my bad. Because today, I oh don't know, not even. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right. Anyway, so 119, Janice Joplin was born. That's our anniversary. Uh, it was a sad year because um, Janice Joplin and Jimi Hendrix died like a month apart, I think, like in 1970. Mm. Janice died in uh, Janice died in October, and Jimmy died September 18th. September is a really bad year. Like it's a really bad month for or i don't know just i feel like there's a lot of death around september just because you realize people die every day right yeah i know but (laughs) for the people that i like like jimmy died jimmy hendrix died amy winehouse was born in september freddie mercury was born but they're gone now but they're gone so i think but if they hadn't been born in september then they wouldn't have been here at all i guess but i don't know so september is very sad for me anyways okay um but yeah, and like minus Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury was not a part of the Forever 27 Club, um, but he is gone. Uh, I mean, I would have liked, this is like an all-star, an all-star cast right here or whatever. Minus Kurt Cobain, I, I really don't care. Um, like, I feel like I could have gone to see Amy Winehouse, 
but yeah. I didn't like by the time I was going to concerts, she was kind of already like on the downhill. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And but I still would have liked to see her and like and yeah, like that's just when I think like classic rock, like I just think Janice, like when I get in that mood, it's like Janice Joplin, The Doors and Jimi Hendrix. You know what I mean? Well, wait a minute. We started going to concerts in like 2005 ish, like legit, like going to concerts at least once or twice a year. And she didn't die till like 2011. Really? Yeah. I think we just didn't know about her until like later, later. My story with Amy Winehouse is the only thing I'd ever heard of hers was that stupid rehab song. Yeah. And I was like, that song is, I don't like it. Not not because of the lyrical content or anything like that. I just didn't like the song. I didn't like the, the sound of it. It just didn't sound good. Uh, and then it wasn't until after I think she had already died that we were just like channel surfing. And then back then there was that uh, Palladia channel or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. This was back when HDTV was just coming up. So there were only like a handful of HD channels and there happened to be this music channel where they played like live concerts and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it was one of her shows that she did. And I was like, oh, damn, this is really good. Even though she was already fucked up then, though. No, that was yes, because that was the cover that she did of the Rolling Stones and she couldn't sing any of the words. No, it wasn't that one. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, because this is a professionally produced concert. Like, they wouldn't have put that out. They would have just been like, no, like, mm. forget it. Um, yeah, no, no, it wasn't. Okay, fine. Uh, but anyway, I mean, she obviously already had a drinking problem and all that because it was like by the time that rehab was out. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously she was already like dealing with all that stuff. But, um, but yeah. Anyway, some of my people that I had on my list, like, they not all of them killed themselves, but they all died of like either alcohol abuse or like drug abuse or something like that. So that's just kind of messed up in general, just like the way that addiction can really take over someone's life. And Amy Winehouse especially, it's kind of difficult because by the time she was coming up, like video was already like readily available for most people. Yeah. So if you watch her documentary, um, the one that's just called Amy, there's a lot of early footage of her like going out and doing auditions and doing little shows here and there and stuff like that. Yeah. And you really just get to see like the bright-eyed and bushy-tailed Amy Winehouse all the way down to like the Amy Winehouse that was just like in rehab and like all messed up. And uh and yeah, I mean it's sad. Uh, okay, uh, like I just can't like I can't think about it. Like I'm I'm reading the my amy is it called my amy yes the one that's written by her best friend like tyler or something or other yeah and like i like i had to stop because like chapter because i think you it hate was reading that too <laughs> <laughs> um, no because like i think it was chapter 13 started like blake like th- the whole blake thing and i i was like oh it made me so mad and made me so sad and it just reminded me of like watching the documentary or whatever and just seeing that and just how like the songs were written like about him and stuff and i'm so glad that he didn't get like any of her money and stuff but ugh i just like i just blame him like everything like it, and it's so sad well, cuz you can't her parents like, too yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, but she put herself in that situation. But it's like, no, dude, like that guy was like so fucked up. And uh, I don't know. I just feel so bad and so horrible. And like, because, you know, you try to be a strong person, but like some people are just like your weakness. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It just makes me really sad. 
It is. It's a sad story. <laughs> Can't cry about it. Uh, no, yeah, 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 but yeah, for sure. It, it sucks. And uh, okay, so who else was on your uh, your wish list? Those are the people that I want to see: Amy Winehouse, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, oh. and Freddie Mercury. Yeah, like yeah. I, like I saw Scott Weiland, and oh yeah, I know. And he is the only one that has died. Like I've seen Chris Cornell, I've seen uh, what's his face, Chester Bennington, or whatever. And when they died, it didn't phase me as bad as it did like Scott Weiland. Like I remember, like someone texting me, like, "Hey, like, is it true? Like, is Scott like dead?" And I was like, "And you were like, let me check. I'll be right back." And I know. And I was walking through the door, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I like I let in the dogs or whatever. And I looked, I sat in my couch, like on my couch in the dark and looked it up and like, yeah, he was gone. And I was just like, oh, my God, like I am never going to see him do his little dance. I'm never going to see like his short, skinny, but with the panza body because, you know, this was late, older Scott Weiland. Like I was like, oh, my gosh, like I'm never going to see that again. You know what I mean? Well, the thing that I thought was even more sad was the only times that we ever saw him. Well, some of the times were with Velvet Revolver, which I guess was kind of like he was on the up and up again there a little bit after all the drama with uh, with the drugs and with getting kicked out of Stone Temple Pilots and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the VR guys were really trying to like help him stay on the straight and narrow. Um, but then there was drama there, too, with all that. Uh, so we got to see him with them a couple times. And then after that fell apart, we saw him do like solo shows like yeah. two or three times or something. And I feel like every time it got progressively more depressing. Oh, yeah. Because it was just kind of like, oh, man, like, I don't know. Like, you just felt like he was just doing it because he needed the money kind of a thing. And they were. Yeah. And then he ended up dying like on tour, like in his trip like bus or whatever like outside some casino in like minnesota or something weren't they playing like a bowling alley or something no they were playing a are casino you sure? are you sure why, why would they play a bowling Pretty alley sure there was like one of them was like a bowling alley it, <laughs> I, like, I, oh I mean God. not like a casino is that much better I mean, we saw him at a casino and i remember i like that was like the rock that was the second um the time before the last <laughs> second to the last time that we saw him there you go there we go <laughs> and we saw him at the at a casino and i i mean i love that show because i fucking love the opener i fell in love with that fucking opening band but um but yeah like he was tripping out and like talking some crazy madness shit yeah like uh, at that one and i was really sad like coming home minus listening to the fucking kick-ass opener ep on repeat like all the way fucking home um and then i felt like the last show was seriously like the best show where we saw him at the troubadour and like i don't know oh like, we're in that music energy. video oh yeah we're in that music video we're like, in the music video for he, Scott like he stared right at me i <sighs> saw his panza and i was like reaching out for it and stuff but um I mean, dude, Rod had his like back in the day when you saw them with Val Revolver. Fucking a, my God! Good thing Denise is completely sober right now. I am, and I'm just having a nervous breakdown. Nervous breakdown. Nervous breakdown. That's the best movie ever, hands down. Oh my God! Shout out to whoever guesses what movie that is. 
Um, (laughs) 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 His birthday just passed. Um, Anyways. um, Yeah. Like, I don't know. That was a good, that was a good fucking show. And then I never saw him again. Yeah. I don't know why Denise is dropping so many F-bombs. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Um, Anyways, I, okay. So I guess that's, I was trying to mix it up a little bit because, well, I guess Denise kind of stuck with the whole like Forever 27 thing. I didn't realize that was going to be the theme. I thought it was just like people that you wish you could have seen before they died or whatever. Um, so yeah, I had Jim Morrison because I was a big Doors fan back in high school. Yeah, you um, were. I freaking, I mean, I still listen to the Doors all the time. Like I love the Doors. Like the, I freaking love like 99.999% of their songs, even like the cheesy, not so good ones or whatever. I still love them. Uh, so yeah, so to me, it always felt kind of like the doors had run their course and they were kind of done, even though I guess with LA woman, it kind of felt like there was going to be a little bit of a revival more to like a blues, like inspired, like phase, I guess, or whatever, which would have been really cool. But at the same time, it also felt like Jim Morrison with all the drama that he was going through, like with, um, the whole exposing himself and all that stuff and whether he did or he didn't. And, you know, he had like a warrant out for his arrest and all that stuff. And that's why he went off to like uh, Paris. I feel like he was just kind of really like done with that. And he just didn't really want to like he kind of wanted to lay low for a while. So I feel like he would have probably just focused on his poetry or like maybe done like a solo album or something. And um, and yeah, I think that would have been cool. So I think it would have been cool to see what like he would have done on his own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, if people listen to uh, an American poet, which is his spoken word stuff. But then after he died, uh, the rest of the surviving Doors members kind of put music to it. Because they wanted money. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the Doors are like notorious for like repackaging all their albums like over and over and over and over. Yeah. Um, So anyway, so yeah. So I feel, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just good stuff. I really enjoyed it. It was good. Um, So yeah, so it would have been cool to see what he would have done. Someone else would have been Elliot Smith. I never really knew him when he was alive. So I didn't get to like hear his stuff until way after he died and uh and he's like a little sad boy singer songwriter or whatever mm-hmm. and i don't know i just like sad boys so i feel like i would have liked to have seen him are you a sad boy no i'm not a sad boy um and yeah the thing that i like about him is like the way he died there's like some con- controversy who says it like controversy? that controversy yeah. i have no idea <laughs> i thought i was bad no it's controversy bro stuttering there's man. some controversy with the way he died so basically um him and his girlfriend had been arguing or something and so the girlfriend went and like locked herself in the bathroom or whatever and she heard him screaming and when she came out he had like a knife in his chest and supposedly like she took it out and then he collapsed and then that's when she called 911 why would you take it out i don't know and then so he collapsed she called 911 you know the police came over um so yeah so he the actual official autopsy report um leaves I guess it didn't rule out homicide. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And the reason was that um, it cites that there's evidence of hesitation wounds and the presence of possible defensive wounds and stabbing through clothing, which is atypical for a suicide, I guess. I don't know. It's like, oh, okay, I guess most people take their shirt off before they do that. I don't know. But also, you have to think, it was two stab wounds that killed him. So it's like, okay, so... I'm going to kill myself by stabbing myself in the chest twice. Like that yeah. just doesn't seem was right. Was his girlfriend Courtney Love? No, 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 no. No, it was Damn. some other lady. Sounds uh, Sounds suspicious. Sounds very suspicious. Very suspicious. Very suspicious. Damn. Oh, as the kids are saying now, it's very sus. Oh, God. 
<laughs> go back and listen to our uh what our hip words oh yeah, yeah yeah i don't remember that one what's the name of that one i don't remember yeah yeah it's fairly early on yes very early on it's part of the greatest hits um anyway so yeah so that it would have been cool to see him uh another uh sad boy was a uh, jason molina and i only learned of him through glenn hansard because they put out like a uh like a kind of like a little like in memoriam like tribute album uh-huh and uh and yeah he does a really good cover of one of his songs um anyway so the bulk of his work was with uh his bands songs ohio and magnolia electric company uh he released eight and five studio albums respectively with those two projects and then he has an additional five solo albums so this motherfucker like put out a lot of music man and um some of those were posthumously how do you say that word i have no idea i don't even know what that means posthumously 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 there you go i think all right yes which means after he died um there you go uh he died of uh, alcohol related organ failure so there you go Mo- yeah. uh, supposedly uh the last 10 or so years leading up to his death like he pretty much was just like drunk all the time so there you go Damn. good times everybody uh, another one that I would have liked to have seen, which is a more recent uh, discovery as well, was this band called Brown Bird. And uh, they went through a few different iterations. It was basically David Lamb's solo project. And then along the way, he added a few members. And then in the end, it was just a duo with him and his wife. And uh, it's it's very like folky Americana with like some Middle Eastern and like gypsy like rhythms and stuff for certain songs. So some songs kind of remind me of like a more like acoustic system of a down. Okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I which I li- hear you, that. yeah I like it. It's like oh damn like because it has like that like <laughs> doom, 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 you know that kind of rhythm. Yeah. 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 But it's all acoustic, so yeah. And then I like his voice. It's like a very like I don't know. I'm I'm not good with like ranges, but vibrato? I guess it's like a baritone. Does, no, oh, vibrato's not. Vibrato's like Ugh. no. I'm saying like a. Like a range, like a baritone is kind of like lower, right? Like a lower range. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, I like his voice. Go check it out. Uh, so the name of the band is Brown Bird, but uh, yeah. Oh, and he died of leukemia, so he didn't. Oh damn. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, he so didn't sucks, come. Himself, yeah, and that's when the band died too. So there you go. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Janis Joplin, of course. And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, by the time you and I started going to concerts, both Janis and Jimi Hendrix, and I guess Jim Morrison. They would have all been like in their like mid sixties. Yeah. So I feel like they would have still, because I mean the Rolling Stones are still still touring and they're like eighty years old, aren't they? Yeah. I like, and then I don't know, like, because obviously Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix and them, and like in Jim Morrison, they they just had to have been in a different headset and like head headspace. Yeah, headspace or whatever. <laughs> then compared it's like to, wait 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 no give me the other headset i want that headset yeah forget this one like i don't know like i just feel like they wouldn't still be in music even kurt cobain like i don't think they they would still be doing it you know what i mean right and then that was the other thing too that i was thinking of so the other day you were kind of asking uh we have a long time i guess friend internet friend i like saying internet friend because acquaintance feels like too... Because acquaintance implies that you've, like, met them. Yeah, like, oh, like, I yeah, feel. I met them once. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, friend-friend feels like, well, I mean, we but don't I've talk frequently. No, I feel like you could be a friend with somebody that you've never met in person. Really? But 
these particular people that I'm thinking of, like, I talk to them every now and then, and it's very, like, surface level. It doesn't get too, like, deep into anything. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyways. So, uh, internet friend. We have an internet friend, Jay Ferg. Oh, yeah, Jay Ferg. Yeah. And uh, the other day, you were asking about that book that he mentioned about inspiration and where art comes from and all that stuff. And a lot of artsy-fartsy people... Uh, tend to believe that you know there is a muse or an energy in the universe that you kind of tap into or it kind of chooses you to create something but it's also on you to be prepared to kind of interpret that inspiration and put it to good use or whatever right yes because obviously i could feel inspired but if i never took the time to learn an instrument or to learn to paint or to learn to do anything then i'm gonna feel the inspiration to do something but it's not gonna come out right Right, exactly yeah yeah yeah. so so yes so it's part the universe just needs to work its way through you and it's also part you also need to have the tools to do it right yeah which interestingly enough this kind of a tangent but a lot of people were saying that they didn't feel inspiration during the pandemic even though they're they're like artsy fartsy people and some people claim that's simply because everybody was like locked away and you couldn't really socialize with anybody so like the muse couldn't work its way through people but i'm like nah, i don't know if i believe that but okay mm-hmm. anyways i mean because then you also have to think about it. some people are introverted you know what i mean and to yeah. them it's like nah dude like that that was my best work like i fucking was rocking yeah, out real good I, f- I fucking wrote a lot of songs during oh. fucking pandemic there you go um but anyway, why, why, why did I bring that up? Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyways, so back to the whole muse thing. So yes. And and I think, wasn't it Kurt Cobain that said it's better to burn out than fade away? Or something yeah. like that, right? So it's kind of like that. Like some people, you just kind of think, in a way, it's good that they kind of ended up that way. Or I mean, it's not good that they ended up that way. But I just feel like it took its course. Like that's right. how it was meant to be. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yes. And some people, because they stick around and they're still alive, they keep trying to milk it yeah and just put more stuff out and like it's like it's not that good stones, anymore yeah. like just it's cool man just if you want to keep playing live music just play your old songs yeah and like that's good enough like quit trying to force it and make new songs you know what i mean yeah so um yeah i don't know but at the same time some pe- and maybe this is what boots riley was talking about when he said something about like if you just love writing songs but you're not passionate about it then like yeah like it's it's not gonna be any good because maybe and maybe passionate is like the inspiration it's like if you love writing songs but you're not inspired to do it no i feel like his was more like political like i don't know and i have to hear that full in full interview because i just heard a little snippet of like boots riley talking about like how like you need to be passionate like if you're writing songs and music or whatever like there needs to be like a passion driving it mm-hmm and which and his stuff is very political or whatever so i was like okay so obviously like your passion to like drive your music is like politics and like trying to change people's like perspective and like change people's minds or whatever like on all the shit that's happening you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but like maybe my passion is different you know what i mean like but and it's like so are you shitting and this is where i have to hear like the, the whole interview because it's like are you shitting on other people that write about love that write about sex that write about food you know what i mean like because they could be very passionate about that but i mean it's really not doing the universe or the world any good you know what i mean besides just I a mean, little bit of laughter or laughter just is good a little bit of like oh i can relate laughter is the best medicine 
I don't know. I feel I like there's look up that interview. I feel like there's room for everything in the world. You know what I mean? It's like not everything can be a political song. Not everything could be a sad song. Not everything can be a sex song. Not everything could be a dance song. Like you need variety. What yeah. is it called? Variety is the spice of life. I guess. Yes. There you go. So yeah, yeah. But maybe yeah, go back and listen to that whole interview because you just kind of miss. Maybe he explained it better and you just oh, haven't okay. heard the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, my last one that I had was Lane Staley. Oh yes. Because yeah, we didn't. We were listening to some Allison Chains earlier this morning. That was pretty good. Or Shannon Hoon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From Blind Melon. Yes. So yeah, it would have been cool to see a, a little bit of a uh, Allison Chains back when they were still with the original singer. Um, so yeah. So anyways, out of my people, one, two, three, four, four were not 27. They were in their 30s. One, I'm not sure. The brown bird guy, it, I guess because they never really got all that popular. Like there's no Wikipedia page for the guy. Really? So I don't know when he was born or anything. Mm. So, but I feel like he had, he wasn't 27. He had to be like in his 30s, hopefully. Um, anyway, so that does it. Those are the, uh, and of course, Kurt Cobain, I guess. But um, yeah, same with him. I feel like, well, no, him, I feel like he would have still been doing music. Probably not with Nirvana, but like, I feel like he would have still continued doing stuff. I think. I don't, I don't know. Anyways. All right. There you go. Uh, any last words, Denise, regarding that topic? Nope. All right. Uh, Denise, you have a Marvel Minute. No. I have a quick uh, suggestion, recommendation. And I'm sorry about the us, by the way. I hear them. But then by the time I hear them, it's already in the air. And yeah. Anyways, check out McCartney 321 on Hulu. It's like a six-part mini documentary series kind of about Beatles songs and Paul McCartney songs. And there's a lot of cool little anecdotes about how they made different songs and stuff like that. And uh, there's one thing that kind of keeps crossing my mind as I'm watching it is that he's really rocking out to his songs. Paul McCartney is. You know what I mean? Because he's a fucking uh, 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 a narcissist. Nar- yeah, narcissist. Um, like, because okay, so the the premise of the show is Rick Rubin, world famous music producer, is going through some you know big Beatles songs, then then smaller ones too. They're kind of just going through the Beatles catalog and the Paul McCartney catalog and kind of dissecting the songs and where the ideas came from and how they came up with this and how they came up with that and why did they do this instead of that. And so they're playing the master tapes and, you know, they're like mixing down different things and like isolating certain elements. And, uh, and yeah, it's just hilarious because like Paul McCartney's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, that's a good little song right there. And it's just Uh. like, yeah. Uh, But I feel like, I feel like that's, musicians are like that. I haven't seen this. I, Rod wants me to watch one episode. Will you tell me the song that they break down in that one episode you recommended? It's multiple songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it the one that says you're never going to leave me because you love me too much? Oh, damn. I just heard that song for the first time today. And I was like, that is a shitty fucking song to be singing to women. Like, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, I fucking hate the Beatles. (laughs) It's it's a good song. I think it's a, you like me too much is the name of the song. You love me too much, I think. Anyways, whatever. If anybody wants to check it out. Uh, So there you go. Check out McCartney 321 on Hulu. There you go. If you made it this far, thank you very much. Uh, We know two of you are listening out there at least. Yes. Let's shout out to Rad Dad Chad in the Great White North. And a shout out to my nephew, (laughs) who is also named after me. He's another... It's a name name in the family. There's like... I grew up my whole life not knowing any Rodrigos. And then all of a sudden, like, our family alone, like is repopulating the earth with with a bunch of rodrigos (laughs) (laughs) anyways uh there you go so shout out to you guys 
Uh, Denise, if people want to reach you, where can they do that? At Deeper Music, D-E-E-F-U-R Music. I'm recording stuff. I hope uh, it's out on Spotify. And I hope to be a feature <laughs> at a couple open mics right. when that happens. There you go. I got plans, bro. Mm. If you want to reach the show, email is the way to go. Send us a message. Rod at LPPod.com. That's R-O-D at L-P-P-O-D.com. Uh, thank you very much. This was a little bit of a long one. We wasn't ex- we wasn't we weren't expecting <laughs> it to be this long, but words are hard, and so it, it kind of took us a while. Sorry. Okay. Bye. Bye. It's T A L K. The show Tuesday. Tuesday.